Welcome to the Lady Bits Podcast, everybody. Yes. Thank you for coming out. This is our launch party and live podcast recording tonight. Um, so we're super excited about that. We just passed 3,000 downloads today, which is awesome. That's crazy. It was a great milestone to hit on launch day. It was. It was. So thank you to everybody that's listened and downloaded so yes, and shared it with your keep friends. Keep on listening. Keep on sharing. So this is the, if you don't know, this is the podcast where we talk about chin hair. And better sex. And all the lady bits in between, in between those things. <laughs> so tonight specifically, we are talking about lady guilt mom guilt lady guilt yes. if you're not a mom you still have guilt absolutely um, so we're talking about that because it is a big topic for women and yeah. it's been a big topic in my life the last once we decided to do this as a topic it's like <laughs> i feel guilt about all the things at once oh yeah absolutely yeah you've you've kind of got it hit a little harder to you to this week <laughs> you kind of got like slapped with it this week yeah, a little bit, but that's, but that's okay. okay. That's okay. Um, that that means it's real. And one of the things about this podcast is we are not experts about any of the topics that we talk about. No. <laughs> However, we are super curious, and we are good at talking things through together. Right. And by the end, we come to some kind of resolution, understanding of the topic that we're talking about a little bit better. So tonight, we've been drinking all the wines that we've talked about in all the oh, other episodes. Yes. All the wines. Oh. So that's what we're drinking tonight. I think. I am drinking the Boom Boom Syrah, although I think I stole Tara's glass, but it ultimately has Syrah in it. I'm drinking the 14 Hands, actually. Good. Anybody have a favorite that they drank tonight? Both of those. The Boom Boom? 19 Crimes. Very good. Yeah, they're two of my faves. As you haven't noticed, we are cab drinkers. We've had a few people tell us we should maybe expand it, so we will, in coming up episodes... Dabble in some again. others. Well, boom, boom, yeah, Syrah. You, it's yeah. a Syrah. Yes, we did yeah. try that. No, and it did not go well. <laughs> well, no, we also tied. Like that was still breath. a cab, puppy though. Breath. Puppy breath. The puppy yeah. breath wine. And I have a new puppy, Aww. and I wouldn't want was to still a cab. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to swallow that. I don't want to swallow that. Yeah, you don't want to put that in your mouth. I don't know why I two fingered that, but I went like this. I'm just saying that. You don't want to swallow that. Yeah. Why, why was that? Why was that? Okay. Oh, my god. If any, uh, also, just so you know, we do have a few gentlemen here. We have Brent Holloman, which is my husband. And he's there He's there through all of it. Yes, at every recording. So, yeah, we need a shimmy to let us know shimmy we're going. And then we also have Abby's wife here, Todd. My wife? <laughs> husband my very manly very manly, manly bearded husband. masculine loves no, to like weld guy. and and cut wood yes. man of a husband yes Todd. he's a, he's a, he's a crossfit guy oh, like, yes he's yeah. very manly okay so we have brent and we have todd we also have jay, jay who he's been the bartender if you visited yes. tonight jay. we are at tatum's pub shed tonight which is one of my favorite places yes Jay, yeah. Jay yeah. just asked for a tampon. We'll start him yeah. off with a light, okay? Yeah. Let's start him off easy. It's called a butt plug for you. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal 
assuming Jay is red as the wine. Yes. <laughs> we're well on our way. So we're talking about um, lady guilt tonight, all the things that we kind of naturally feel guilty about. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, when we don't spend enough time with our kids, when we spend too much time with our kids and neglect work, when we... Um, we feel like we shouldn't be so assertive in our careers and that makes us seem right. too strong. We feel guilty or if we when work we too much. When we feel guilty about like choosing to go to sleep instead of like pleasing our husbands, like that's a, that's a real thing. I mean, for me, I know it is personally, like sometimes I just really want to sleep and it's what I need why the hell do I feel so bad about it? Yeah, I felt guilty a lot this weekend about uh, stressing out over the cleanliness of my house. We had all four kids home all weekend, and so I was freaking out about all the stuff everywhere. And then I felt guilty on top of that about freaking out about my house being clean because I wanted them to enjoy themselves. They were, like, making donuts without a recipe. Oh, God. And without me. So, you know, I'm a baker. All of y'all know that. So the stress level of internally of that for me to watch them, you know, cover my kitchen in flour and uh, make little hockey pucks in the oven, you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. But so I felt guilt about the house being crazy dirty and then felt guilt about freaking out about that. Right. So there's always something for us to feel the weight of as women. Um, like Amanda said, we feel guilty about not being a good enough wife. Or then if we do too much as a wife, then we feel guilty about neglecting our jobs. Or, right. you know, there's just always going to be something, right, that we feel bad about. Yep. And I think that's a uh, natural uh, kind of innate tendency in women mm-hmm. to take on the weight of it all. Right. To take on the weight of the kids, the husband, the house, the job, the grocery shopping, the all the things. Right. I, th- I feel like I know for me, um, because I do work outside of the home, I uh, just assume I know at least early on when we when our kids were really little, um, I remember feeling like I had a full time job and then I had a full time job at home and it never really just occurred to me to go right to to Brent and say hey this is this has got to be a partnership at the house like I'm fine I can take on the workload at at my job you can take on your workload at your job but when we come to the house we've got to come into it as like a partnership and not necessarily even 50 50 I would say a hundred percent a hundred percent you and I need to address these things together. Um, but I, when, you know, when the kids are little, you just think, I mean, at least from what I experienced when I was younger, my mom, I mean, she was a superhero essentially. When I look back at it, like Mm -hmm. she worked her full-time job and then she came home, made dinner almost every single night. Like I don't ever really remember. And they never complained about it. I complain all the time. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of pressure to, like, do my job and then I get home and then now it's up to me to keep it going. And I don't think that's fair, especially because we are a partnership. 
Um, so he's much better about being like, hey, if I need to go out and get something, just tell me. If you don't want to cook, just tell me. Um, so I think part of like getting over the guilt or feeling it is talking about it and saying, this is what I'm feeling and I need help. Right. Also, I think it's important to address early on in this episode. Um, ha- have any of you listened to or read any of Brene Brown's stuff? Mm-hmm. If you haven't, you should. Um, but she talks a lot about the difference between guilt and shame. So guilt is, is the, the feeling that you get when you look at your actions against your um, ideal for your life or your values, right? And if they don't match up, then you feel guilt. And that can be a good thing, right? That can be something that motivates you to do better. Um, but shame is when you, when you feel like you've made a mistake, a mistake and you are bad, like you are a failure or you are looking at your life against some other person's life and you're, you're balancing that instead of against what your personal values are. So like if I were to, um, if I were to compare my life to Amanda's and say, oh my gosh, I don't have as cool as as clean of a house as amanda does or i don't uh, or as big a boob my boobs aren't quite as, as big amanda as amanda's does. they're <laughs> although we haven't compared but i think they're no, we haven't pretty much the same yeah. Pro- mine are probably a little similar, fuller no, similar. In i don't know i would say similar they're pretty similar here <laughs> let me squeeze them um, but that's where shame comes in like okay I, I am not living up to what Amanda is doing for her kids and her husband so I feel bad about myself I'm a failure Yeah. Um, I might look at Christy and say oh my gosh she's got three dogs and, and three kids and a husband and a jo- two jobs and you know she's holding it all together and here I am in the bathtub every night crying <laughs> You know, so I feel shame because I'm not holding it together. So that is where we get it wrong. Like you can't compare yourself to other women. And that's what we do. Like it's just, I don't know why, but it's, it's just what we do. Like we can't help ourselves saying, oh, like if I, if I, you know, if I had a husband, if I had more money, if I had this van, if, you know, if I had more time to organize or whatever like it's it it can be something big and it can be something small mm-hmm. um but we are notorious for comparing ourselves to each other and um i, I mean to a fault <laughs> yeah so really we're talking about mom shame tonight because guilt can be a good catalyst for us doing better you know there are moments when i fail as a mom that's okay that's normal. Especially are, when you acknowledge it. Right. There are moments when I fail as a wife or in my job. There are moments when I make mistakes. And if I'm looking at that up against, okay, here's the life I want and I feel is right for my family. And here's the kind of employee I want to be on my job. If I'm looking at it um, up against that, then that guilt can be good. Mm-hmm. But we have to be careful that it doesn't move over into shame. Right. Um, so I feel like guilt with guilt it gives us the chance to acknowledge it and address it and when we shame um we usually internalize it and we don't ever outwardly oh, I don't express it shit <laughs> i say all things all the time well i mean absolutely we say those things we What's say internalizing well you know what, what i mean that? like 
Well, at least for me, I will. I know a lot of times I will say like, I'm just a shitty mom sometimes. Like that's the way mm-hmm. I feel. And then a lot, oftentimes I know that I will, I will really be like, man, I, sometimes I really think I am a crappy mom. And that's a terrible, that's terrible to be in that place. Um, I'm not going to like start crying in my wine or anything, but it is like, I think, I think what's, it's hard, like, because we always want to do better for our kids. So it's hard to, it's easy for us to come down on ourselves like way, way harder, I guess, um, when it comes to our family. Yeah. So. Yeah, we want the best for our kids and our husbands and ourselves, and we don't always measure up. And the the bottom line is that's okay. I think that all of us can say we can find level ground in that, that we don't get it right a lot of times. And and acknowledging um, it. Acknowledging it. That is the, you know, Amanda and I really don't have any secrets anymore from anybody. <laughs> we tell all the things. We just say it because somehow it's going to end up out there. Yeah. And so that is scary, but it's also a form of therapy for us. Like I go to therapy regularly and if you don't, you should. Yeah. If you're thinking it about it, that means highly, you need to do it. It's so good. Even if you think everything's okay, it's just so good to have. It's nice to just like throw it up to somebody Mm -hmm. that doesn't have a bias and just let them like at least hear it Mm -hmm. it's just very freeing um to put it out there so if if, if you're questioning or you're looking for somebody like just ask yeah i actually recently i put on my instagram story looking for a new therapist who has recommendations i'm like i have no shame about it like tell me who you use and i will i want i'm looking and uh it was great because i found somebody immediately and it is it has uh been this uh such a great saving grace for me it's like massage and, for your mind yes it, it really, really in your heart <laughs> yeah um, but the the biggest thing to combat this this epidemic of shame in women, because it really is not guilt. It really is this comparative shame, is being vulnerable and talking about it and listening to each other. And the other day I was at work and one of my best girlfriends works um, with me, and I was I was internally having I didn't tell her, but I was having this awful guilt day. It may have had something to do with somebody's reaction to me posting me in my underwear on the facebook <laughs> but uh anyway it was a really cute post it though. was so i know i liked cute, but really there cute. were people that didn't like it so i was feeling the weight of that um so she didn't know that but she knew something was wrong and she took a minute to look at me and say you know what i want you to know that i think you are doing a great job that you are being brave and you're being honest and you're being true to yourself and you were doing something great for women. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I like I was that. trying to make some bread at work <laughs> and I was like trying not to <laughs> fall on the floor. <laughs> I was making I was, was making a, some it bread. It was a little more of a salty sourdough that day probably, yes. you know. So, she just t- she took a moment because she recognized something. And I think the thing is we all know that we are all facing that at some point. And so even if you don't know for sure if there's a woman that's dealing with that, take a minute and say, listen, I saw that you did this, and I think that's super brave. Okay. Or I, I see that you're dealing with this, and I think that you are, are doing amazing. 
and you don't get it all right, but you are such an amazing mom. And just take a minute. We should all do that to encourage each other and to encourage um, us to, to let go of whatever that is that just weighs us down. Because, yeah, I could have taken that whole day to sulk in my sh- my shame of disappointing somebody. Right. But instead, she took a moment to just kind of pick me up and say, you're doing a great job. Oh, props to her. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's one thing that I think that's another thing that we can do um, is just be aware. Listen to the things that the women in your life are saying and um, force the opportunity to encourage uh, because I know that oftentimes just a few encouraging words can lift you up enough to carry you through to the next, you know, moment. Um, and, and I, for me, I am, I'm a real big criticizer of myself. So when I can hear those words of encouragement, um, it can help kind of break through to me sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot, oftentimes. Um, it's mm-hmm. easy. My husband's a great encourager to me, but it's easy it's it's easy and dangerous to get into this idea of like you're my husband you have to say that kind of stuff um but when so sometimes hearing it from another woman is very fulfilling um and encouraging so yeah be sensitive and be aware of the the women that are in your life and uh, lift mm-hmm. each other up i think the last thing that i want to say you might have some other things but the last thing i want to say is you know let's be confident in who we uh, know we should be. Like, Abby should be. Not who Amanda should be. Right. Or Tara should be. Or Melanie should be. But who Abby should be. And when you start feeling uh, guilt or shame about not being Tara or Melanie or Abby, you know, to have the strength to say a big F you to that. And just embrace who you are and do better at that. Do better at Abby. Right? Right. Do better at who God made me to be. And I know I just said F you and then God in the same statement. But I'm sorry. But, you know, be who God created you to be instead of who God created Amanda to be. Because I will fail miserably at that every fucking time. Yeah. Right. But I can be who I am. And that's when I kind of release the shame and release all of that and work on who I am supposed to be. And what's great is that in all in all honesty, you can only be your very best self when you are your yourself. You cannot be the very best of another person. You just can't. Um, because you don't know. First of all, we don't know what our full potential is unless we're willing to like go inward and work on it. So, um, I think it's important to remember that if we were, I mean, honestly, if we were all the same, this would be a really boring ass world that we have so many, uh, gifts and talents and experiences and, uh, you know, wisdom to offer to one another that, um, there's no reason for us to try to really compare ourselves to one another. Like we are better when we are different because we bring so much more to the table and we are more interesting when we are different. Um, 
and we have more to share and more to give. And um, I think that's what's important to remember that, you know, when you're coming down on yourself and, and, you know, you're feeling like you're not adequate, you, you need to first check yourself and, you know, tell yourself to, you know, cut the shit. And then you need to, I personally am really big fans of rewarding yourself and it can be something little, like go get yourself a massage. Like, you know what? I've, I've had I've had a really hard ass week or a really tiring month or whatever. I've had a really bad day. I'm gonna go get my toes done because I deserve it. Because I'm worth it. Because I, you know, I need to better myself and treat myself to things. Um, well, I think it's about giving yourself a break. You know. About. On this idea of like perfectionism, right? And just just go relax. And enjoy you can't yourself. be perfect. You won't be perfect. You're gonna piss somebody off. I mean, just, I never piss anybody off. Just never. just never. Deal it. just never. just know unless that. I take a picture in my underwear. <laughs> I keep telling myself. I've been but saying this great a lot. Underwear. They, they are. are. Christy's tried them. Christy okay, do you know? Them. Wait, I have to say why I took a picture of myself in my underwear. Because Christy Marco poloed us in her underwear. We were so oh, And wow. showed us. Wow. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've listened to wow. yeah. the mini show where we I talk about the Gap yeah. Breathe yeah. High Rise. I need to know. I do too. And I'll show you. There are links in, if you go to our blog, the links are there. You can click right on and then you can yeah, order until your heart's desire. Gap, and it's the Gap the Breathe like, Why? High Rise. Is there like 50 pair of underwear coming in? I, <laughs> I think I've done And it's like, because I ain't doing the laundry for two weeks, okay? Well, I hope you're not going through 50 underwear in two weeks, but you know what I mean. weird. That would be lots of activity. Um, <laughs> you better be in the gym, like I guess every two hours, and then something. That's something. a lot of activity. But uh, no, that's why because you sent us that Marco Polo to show us that and you got the underwear, it. and I loved it. And I'm like, well, I'm should take a picture of me and my Gap Breathe yeah. high rise. It was scary, but I yeah, no, it was super cute. I think it's you know what's great is that when you can be vulnerable with with people who are. Su- supportive and you feel safe with like it just elevates your level of comfort and your level of security with them and I think that is so important in life we need places that are like beacons where we can just go and be ourselves my mom I know this is kind of off base but my mom um, sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel like my kids lose their ever loving minds when I'm around like just me, like they would have been fine and subdued and an- angels for you know Mimi and Gigi, and then all of a sudden, what the hell happened when I walked in and they just they lose their minds, and I'm always like, what is? Am I exuding this like this expression of like you know uh, neuroticism and like batshit crazy? Is that what I'm exuding? And my mom bless her heart I love her and I I'm gonna hold this as truth but I was also like yeah okay mom um (laughs) she said your kids when you walk in there's this presence of um safety safety yeah and they can instantly be themselves and it if that means that they're in a bad moment and they need to let go and let you see it and let you you know interact with that then that's what it is and 
So I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to like put that in the mm-hmm. forefront of my mind when I when I see my kids lose it. And that's what we need, I think, to be with each other. And, yeah. and you know, in those close friendships, we need to be able to lose it. Yeah. If we need to lose it, yeah, that's okay, and it, and it's not yeah. a, it's not the sense of like hysteria, which yeah. I do love that movie. It's a great one if you've never seen it, but <laughs> it's not. It's 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 uh, this willingness to be safe. Yeah. So Todd um, brings this up a lot with our about our kids. He says, you know, when you like fall off your bike and scrape your knee and you hold it together until you see your mom and then you fall apart yeah he said that's that's how i feel right now when like he and i are talking about something that's how i feel, you feel safest so yes you feel safe to and true yeah. absolutely you feel safe with your mom you should feel that way with your with your girlfriends <laughs> or your partner as well todd is here to refill glasses by the way <laughs> if anybody needs everybody's anything. like everybody's looking at me and shaking their head no by the way when i'm like yeah fill my time no, man is done you are saying so megan, megan texted him that's megan like, texted him and said christy needs 14 hands <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, Thanks, I've got I've got D and D right here, you know. Like well, if I'm gonna I have need to leave it. my car here and Uber back in the morning, but um, Amanda needs that's somewhere. a good night. No, Amanda does not need any. And Amanda doesn't need any. Oh wait, she, maybe she does. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this up. We are so glad that you were here, and we hope that we said something was that was of value, and um, something that might help, you know, or or at least made you laugh here and there made you laugh and you know something maybe a little something that you can carry on through um and remember in in your mind yes so if you didn't tonight rate which you should have or review which you should have do it when you get home um but it would be fantastic for you guys to when you're listening take a screenshot of the episode and post it on your stories that really is a help to us as we grow um but we are loving this and so glad that you're here tonight to celebrate with us yes and we and, hope um, you know this is just the first of many honestly yes so yeah. all hey, right will you reference that book or whatever you said if you the big the Brene Brown yes whatever you said um well Brene Brown has a Netflix special that just came out oh, wow, that okay. you should watch it is amazing. If you don't have Netflix, it's a perfect time to get with your girlfriend and say, whichever girlfriend's got Netflix, and say, let's have a girls' night and let's yes. girls' night have to a watch fun Brene. Time. I don't know what this two finger thing I'm doing is. <laughs> I just noticed that I said, what is she? Keep- Maybe we'll make a t shirt and it'll just be like a two finger. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's her signal. So more. Yeah. More. More. No swiping, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, any of her books are fantastic. Okay. She is one of the most challenging but encouraging writers you'll ever come across, and her Netflix um, series or special is just the best. Okay, and I with just, this, I didn't know if you would like. I will, with this episode, we'll since you mention it, we'll definitely put some. Yeah, and we'll go ahead and put a link up well. to it maybe tomorrow on our feed. But okay. um, since we talked about it, but yeah, Brene Brown, she's fantastic. The difference between guilt and shame and about courage, too. Okay. Uh, it's just so good. Right. So, anyway, thank you, everybody, for coming. Yes. Let's thank drink some more so and hang out. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> 
Lady Bits podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very, very still hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. Thank you.